Hey, what is up, everyone? Welcome to a new episode of the Iceberg Lounge. I'm one of your hosts, Thomas Single, and we are Randy List today, but he should be back um, in the next episode. But on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the NXT Vengeance Day special that happened um, the day after Valentine's Day and kind of go over what all happened and what I liked and disliked about it. So let's get to it. All right. So NXT Vengeance Day was, it was all right. It was average. Um, they had five matches and all those five matches had to, had to happen within an hour. This caused a problem to me because you're overpacking the show with what you have. And because of this, you cut entrances. So you open the show with Pete Dunne already in the ring, not even allowing him to have a proper entrance. Um, and this would happen throughout the night. Um, and so that, that was one problem I had was it, because you fit all these matches on an hour show, you cut stuff that kind of is a mainstay in pro wrestling, like entrances. Sometimes you would get no entrances and they're both in the ring. Sometimes it's one person in the ring and the other person gets an entrance. I think at one point, both both people got an entrance at one point. And so it's just like, I feel like they overpack their hour. And because of that, it made all the matches average. Um, like I said, we start off with Pete Dunne versus Tony D'Angelo in a weaponized steel cage match. Um, like I said, match was average, wasn't bloody. Um, they used like, uh, I think it was a cricket bat at one point, uh, went through a table, uh, broke a chair, you know, they, they did some stuff. Um, but in the end, Pete Dunne defeated Tony D'Angelo by pinfall by using his finisher, the bitter end. Um, and so it was, it was an all right way to start the match, but like I said, the cage was already down. Pete Dunn was already in the ring. Only one that got an interest was Tony D'Angelo, um, kind of lessened the spectacle of this weaponized steel cage match. Um, up next for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. You had the champions, Toxic Attraction of Gigi Dolan and JC Jane with the NXT Women's Champion Mandy Rose by their side going up against Indy Hartwell and Persia um, Parada. And this match was, it was okay. Um, Toxic Attraction defeated them by pinfall with a kind of a high-low finisher. 
it made sense. Toxic Attraction to me is the top female tag team in NXT. Um, Andy Hartwell sadly is she is so good, and I miss her being in the way. I miss the way as a stable, and I just feel like the tag team that she's in, uh, it like it's okay, but they. They're missing something that she had in the way with Candice LeRae. Um, and I feel like that's that's hurting her. I feel like Indy probably needs to go solo. But yeah, Toxic Attraction wins and now they fa now they focus on getting Mandy Rose um to retain her women's title against uh Kaylee Ray who they're feuding with as well. Up next, we have Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams defending his North American Championship versus Cameron Grimes. Um, this match, it was decent. It was good. Um, I, I thought that this would be a good time to give the belt to Cameron Grimes. Because with me seeing Carmelo Hayes kind of working out with MVP, I thought that maybe him and Trick maybe would move up to the main roster and form a a new Hurt business and have Carmelo go after the U.S. belt or maybe Carmelo and Trick go after the Raw tag belts. But um, with a surprise... Um, when Carmelo Hayes beats Cameron Grimes by pinfall and retains the North American Championship. So, congrats on Carmelo Hayes. But I feel like they are planting the seeds eventually for Carmelo to join MVP in a new formed Hurt Business. Uh, and then, match number four. In the finals... Of the men's Dusty Road Tag Team Classic. Where the winners will get a tag title shot for the NXT Tag Championships. Whoever wins later on. You had the Creed Brothers representing the Diamond Mine with the manager Malcolm Bivens. Um, versus MSK. Who, if I remember correctly, won it last year. So they're going to try to... Um, get a repeat. Uh, this match was, I would say probably is the match of the night. I say if you go and watch Vengeance Day, go and really watch the Creed Brothers and MSK. I feel like that is the match of the night. Um, very good, um, chemistry with each other. The Creed Brothers have more of an amateur feel. MSK, you know, highlight, like kind of like a highlight reel move set. I enjoyed the Creed Brothers, and the Creed Brothers ended up winning the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, the men's side, and they now get a future NXT Tag Team title shot, and they won by pinfall. So congrats to them in the Diamond Mind. Um, I can see my... Malcolm Bill Bivens, um, really, really staying in WWE. I would almost say his whole career. He's a very good manager. 
And um, I, I could see him moving up to the main roster soon. I was sitting there, and one of the things that kind of popped up when I saw the Creed Brothers was like, just think if the Creed Brothers and Brock Lesnar formed a stable. Like, just with all their intensity, man, that would be insane. That that would just be, that would be awesome to see that. Um, But yeah, congrats to the Creed Brothers. And now we move on to the main event of NXT Vengeance Day. We have the NXT Championship being on the line in a singles match. You had Braun Breaker versus Santos Escobar with his group in on his side at ringside. Um Braun Breaker I can see they're they're really trying to make him a star. They really are. They had a pre-entrance where he caught an old Vengeance logo on fire before he walked out. I thought it probably would have been better if they did kind of like the heart that was in this year's logo, catch it on fire. I guess they just didn't have it made for that. Um, maybe next year they'll do better with that. But yeah, this match was, it was decent. Um, Braun Breaker uh, seems like a star. There were people chanting for Braun. There were people chanting for Santos. Santos had a LWO logo on on a uh, part of his outfit uh because it was uh, it was 18 years to the day Ada Guerrero won the WWE championship so you had this to where all this was set up for Santos to win it he's he's you know giving a tribute to the LWO but kind of made it about his group, you had everyone in his corner, Braun Breaker by himself, this match was not the longest on the card, it was the second longest on the card, but uh, it was commercial break free, and so they wanted you to go without any breaks in this match, Braun Breaker um, ended up winning, with that press slam. So he won by pinfall. Retaining the NXT championship. And moving on. To more than likely. Dolph Ziggler. Because during the match. Dolph came in out of nowhere. Hits Breaker with a super kick. And I was like. Yep. This is how Santos is going to win. Nope. Breaker kicks out. Um, then. Tommaso Ciampa comes in. Removes Dolph from the equation. And after that, that's when Breaker kind of went on and beat Santos. And so you had Breaker standing tall at the end. And so, yeah, it was it was okay. Um, honestly, if I had to pick matches that would have to be left off to make the whole Vengeance Day show better. Um, Leave off Pete Dunne and Tony D'Angelo and 
Let's see. And see, besides that, the rest of them, it would be hard to pick. Uh, to me, keep, keep the NXT Championship. Keep the Creed Brothers and MSK. And you know what? Because I feel like this was a bigger match, keep the North American Championship. Because... Indy and Persia just, I don't know. To me, them as a tag team just doesn't work. And it wasn't as exciting as Carmelo Hayes, Cameron Grimes. And so keep those three matches. Cut off the first two. And I think you would have had a better show. Um, I'm going to give NXT Vengeance Day uh, three and a half icebergs. It was just above average. Because of the men's Dusty Road Tag Team Classic. Want more content from me and Randy? Go check us out on tw- Twitch at Iceberg Gaming TTV and it's K Town Gaming where we stream multiple games live. We're also on YouTube at Thomas RJ Engel. And K-Town Gaming, where you play three games and have other content for you and to enjoy. If you want to follow us on social media, all of the others, will, all of them will be in the details of this episode. Support us at patreon.com forward slash TRJI, where you can get our content first before anyone. If you are unable to invest in us, monetarily then you can you can by following leaving reviews chatting with us locking commenting and sharing thank you for the support thank you for listening to the iceberg lounge don't forget to give us a follow leave us a review and share this episode know god loves you and we love you and always remember all to god see you in the next episode